Welcome back to another episode of 50 Shades of NBA Pod. This is Nathan. Hey, this is Trey. And we are on episode 25, our Ben Simmons podcast. Or our Daniel House Jr. podcast. Also applicable. Also applicable. Yeah, I mean, a couple years ago, I feel like people would have been excited to hear, oh, Ben Simmons podcast, like, that's a big name. What do you mean? Well, he's fallen off the cliff of, I don't even know, disaster. Not been not been good for him recently. Still struggling with lower back and knee pain because that's been the report literally every single week that he won't come back because of lower back and knee pain or soreness, not pain, soreness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know how you play like 20 games. So what what are, what what do the Nets do with Ben Simmons? I think you just have to hope he's salvageable, which I don't know he's if they not. think. They know he's not. Yeah, but everyone every, knows he's not. Every, yeah, that's the problem. Everyone knows he's not salvageable at this point. I believe there is a rule. What's the rule? Where once, like every like six years or something, mm-hmm. you can basically just like cut a player and doesn't get kind of get salary cap. I'll look it up. I'll look up the rule while you continue talking. But yeah, I mean, hell, if that's a rule, then the Nets are in luck. But at this point, Ben has not been promising in any regard, and like we just said, there's not any trade value for him right now, unless the team is truly embracing a ridiculous tank and they're like we're not going to be good for the length of Simmons contract what which he has three four more years something like that if you're okay with being bad for that period of time assuming that you don't think Ben is going to turn it around which all signs point to him not turning it around then by all means do it but if if I'm a fan of that team I'd be pissed but that's just me you find anything Trey uh, not yet. It's okay. it's super like obscure. Yeah, it's named after some player who got released who was really bad on a big contract. Okay, and I just know it because the people were like, "We should do this to Al Horford." Yeah, when he was with the Sixers. So yeah, okay. It, it feels like a very not often used. Yeah, it's contract. that fine text. It's that fine text of a. Uh, it's like once every like seven or like ten years you could do it or something like that. Okay, it's happened like twice. Wow, Ben Simmons maybe the third. Is it the Gilbert Arena? No, the Gilbert Arena's rule is um, second round picks are still restricted and you can go over the salary cap to get them. Okay, word. Yeah, well, there we go. Ben Simmons podcast, Daniel House Jr. podcast. Shout out Daniel House Jr. Yeah, really. Um, Just one of those guys who can just come off the bench after not playing for like two weeks and just yep. be there. Yeah. I do want to talk about one thing okay. that blew my mind. Okay. There was a We Want Furcon chant. That's awesome. At the Sixers game when they were blowing someone out. That's awesome. And Doc was like, okay, and checked Furcon in. Uh-huh. And Furcon was not not having it. Oh. Yeah, but quickly, he he had an and one layup. That's awesome. And a, a three-pointer hit. And then he turned the ball over twice in a row. And that was his game. Uh, you know what? That's all right. Got fans his pockets go, picked. Yeah, fans got what they wanted, though. I was so excited. I would be, too. I was like, Especially if you come out and get an and one. Like, come on. He like hit a he hit a contested three and then yeah. hit and one beautiful or dunk lay, layup. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we'll ignore the two turnovers. If it's a blow, <laughs> he it just got picked. Matter. Pockets picked both times. I was like, this That's is okay. hilarious. We'll forgive you for now. I love Furkan Korkmaz so much. I know you do. Six points in like two minutes. That's what's up. The goat. What's that per thirty six? <laughs> Super high. A lot. Do you want the math? I mean, I mean, if you want, what's to. three times thirty six? Yeah, there you go. Ninety and then, uh. Uh, 18, so it'd be 108. Okay, numbers. 108 you know. points for 36. Uh, 100, 100, 100 slashing. Yeah, period. Will who? Will two. Furcon. Furcon. There you go. That's the what next NBA king. record what holder. What a king. I love it. I love ah, it. Furk. But other than Furk and Ben Simmons pod, happy birthday, Anthony Bennett. Yeah, happy birthday, Anthony Bennett. Too yeah, bad I- uh, you never... Never even opened your DMs, man. Yeah. Maybe if we had more of a following. Yeah, that's fair. We could try again next year. All right. Ne- this time next year, we'll have March Anthony Bennett. 14th is Anthony Bennett's birthday. So we yes, just want to wish it, uh, Anthony Bennett a happy birthday. Yep. He was a he was born a day after my dad. My Dang. dad's was yesterday. Dang. Happy so, birthday, Nathan's father. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mike. I hope the barbecue was good. They went got barbecue yesterday. I go for some barbecue right now. Yeah. They, they said it was really good. So Did they ship us any? Uh, nope. Fake no, fans. they did not. Well, I think that's promising, I'm sorry. though. I'm sorry, Mr. Mueller. Please don't. Yeah, it was that good. They're like, it, there's no use. It'll yeah. go bad by the time it got, got to us. I mean, they could have just done it anyway. 
Yeah. I'll eat some garbage. It's the thought that counts. I didn't even get pictures or nothing. Just Dang. Yeah. Cold hearted. Swear to God. Nathan, yeah. you like to be adopted into the Barnett family? Yeah. I mean, do you guys send barbecue through the mail? No, and we don't want you. Wow. I, That's right. Why'd you even offer Got him. Why'd you even bring it Got up? Got him. Why'd because you up? you're a loser now and you're a loser in 2K today. Okay. Quick reference. Yeah. Because Trey brought it up. I, I have a ridiculous lineup or so I thought. Uh, Steve Franchise. Uh, we got Dwayne Wade. Second and year. Then, yeah, in his second year, he's 87. Uh, AK-47. And then we have Elton Brand and Paul Gasol, who we signed as a free agent. Went 68 and uh, what was it? 14. Yeah, 68-14 in the regular season. They started the year 44-4. and four. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God. You know, this greatest is a historical team, team. Yeah, literally greatest team ever made until, you know. Lost in the Western Conference Finals. Four to one against the Warriors and whatever their squad was. It was Tony Parker and um Yeah, uh Richardson something, right? What what? I don't know. Richardson was at the, the guard. An- I think it was Antoine Jameson. Oh god, I was way or off. No, it might have been Jason Richardson. You might be Okay, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why am I thinking yeah. Antoine Jameson? AK was he was out and no one else wanted to play. No one else showed up. Four one. Yeah, it was pitiful. But then who beat that Warriors team? I don't even remember. Probably seventy sixers. Bum luck, uh, run of the mill. It was AI, J Kid, and Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, that's Trey's team. He also beat me in the finals the previous year. Two time, two time, two time, back to back, two time. Going three time next Who year. Who knows? Three time. Yeah, if I have anything going to three say time about next it. year. You don't have anything to say about it. You my can even make my it bettered year. bench, my improved bench, will have something to say about it. It's, you will not have nearly a good enough bench to support one injury. <laughs> <laughs> To be continued. This time next week, uh, we'll fill you in on that. Give you Garbage. an update. Garbage. You know what? These are just mean, hurtful words. That's okay. We'll take it on the chin like a champ, a future champ, a 2006 champ, or 2005-2006 champ. Yep. Because that's what we'll be. All the Mormons will be happy. You suck. Only thing good that they'll have in that year. Your team building is poor. Did you see my turnaround from trade deadline? Yeah, Trey went nutty, dude. He lost like seven games after the trade deadline and was the first seed in the East. Yeah. It was not looking good for him. We were like 24 and 18. Yeah. Oh, well. I'll learn. I've learned. I watched. And I'll be better. That's a promise. You won't be. It's a promise. I've spoken. You never make it to the finals again. Manifesting it. Again? You know what? We'll see. We'll see. But anyway. And you end up drafting Zion. Yeah, yeah. How, and you know how what? hard we'll your still, tank is. We'll still have nobody. Yeah. Still lose 5-1 in the West. It was awesome. It was not That's awesome. That's all I got to say. It was not awesome whatsoever. Oh, my God. And then in uh, the conference semis, uh, Kobe came off of an injury. Oh, yeah. Didn't play a lick. Dropped 61. Yeah. First game back. It was it great. It was ridiculous. We, we beat them. Beat the Shaq Kobe Lakers 4-1, but... That one game, Kobe dropped 61. Yeah, yeah, It was cool. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Moving on. Future, future focused. We'll get the next one. Yeah. If there's a next one. There'll be a next one. There'll be a next one. Yeah. Well, anyways, in this, the past week that we haven't been on here speaking to you, we had a little bit of news develop. Wasn't a whole lot. And it's been mostly quiet. Very quiet. Weird. Weirdly quiet. But the biggest Weirdly thing I think... That came out was this idea that there should be a minimum games played for minimum NBA awards. Games played for NBA awards. Uh huh. And initially, what what are your thoughts on that, Trey? So initially, I was very against it. Yes, I'm still somewhat against it, but I'm not nearly as against it as I originally was. Yep. I feel like if if a player is to the point where they're deserving of an MVP mm-hmm. and getting actual, you know, like traction in the MVP race. Yeah. They play like 40, 60, whatever games. They should just be in the MVP race. Cause it's already like an unofficial rule. Mm-hmm. You get to play a certain amount of games. It just be publicized type of deal. Yeah. And I feel like the moment that this becomes a thing, right? Where they go, you get to play this number of games mm-hmm. and someone plays that number of games and they're still like, they play the minimum. Like let's yeah. say it's 60 yep. and they play 61, right? Voters are still gonna be like, ah, he only played sixty-one games though, and I'm like, but he met the requirement. He, yeah, like they're already there. Like you either need to mm-hmm. make an unofficial thing where people take it into account, which yeah. is how it is now, mm-hmm. or ignore it once they meet the, like the threshold. Yeah, 
You're like you're handed a list of yeah, you know, however many people and just ignore the the games played. Yeah, like at that point, not that, you know, they can't just pull out their small smartphone or laptop and look, yeah. but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I feel like it's a little weird just because it is an unofficial rule already. Everyone mm-hmm. knows it's taken into consideration. That's why Kawhi didn't win his mm-hmm. Toronto year. That's fair. why Joel hasn't won one. One of the many reasons why Joel, Joel hasn't won. In the past, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This um, year he's going to, he'll exceed that 60 pretty easy. Yeah, it. he's, I mean, he's gone over like 63, 67 mm-hmm. the last two, so. Yep, played a lot last year. Yeah, so. the 60 threshold doesn't hold a lot of people out. Like it would hold like a Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. type person out. If they made like 70, it'd be. Yeah. I see 70. Dumb. That's uh, I, I would hope to God they wouldn't do a number like that. Cause so rarely, if you are that MVP caliber player, are you going to be able to do 70 games? Not saying it's impossible. I'm sure a guy like Giannis, he hasn't missed a lot of games this year. So Giannis could do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. 70, I think is, not unobtainable, but it's too much. It's too much. It's I know a lot. The happy number that I settled on, um, and you kind of hinted, hinted at it earlier, was was sixty. I'd be like, I think sixty for all awards, not just MVP, but like six man. Um, I guess the clutch player now, defensive player of the year. Sixty, I think, is the bare minimum. You kind of said that that is already an unspoken rule that mm-hmm. goes into it. Which, if that's the case, cool, right on. I'm I'm for the idea of just having it be public knowledge that that's something that has to be required of players, and mm-hmm. you know their game will speak for itself uh, moving forward. But I also think it helps the idea of uh, just cementing this idea of like what is what are the qualifications for an MVP. So I think that's a step towards that direction because especially now this year, especially. Uh, that's been a lot of the questions like, you know, what makes an MVP an MVP? Is it, is it points, team performance, X, Y, and Z? Is it how much you're doing with, you know, little? So step in the right direction in that regard, just looking at MVP. But also if you are a player to get consideration for these awards, I think it's, it's necessary that you have to be available a night in, night out. You know what's crazy? What? Guess how many games Kawhi played in his Toronto year? Uh, 62. 60. 60, okay. 60. So he still would have met the threshold of 60. He would have met the threshold. Which is why having a threshold is dumb. Yeah. Because huh. Kawhi, know. it's generally agreed upon, he missed too many games to mm-hmm. be in the MVP. Let me read you some stats here from okay. Kawhi's Toronto year. Yeah. Guess how many points he scored? Uh, I'm going to say like 26 and a half. Did you look it up? No, is that 26.6? Wow, okay. Okay, I'm freaked. 26.6, 7.3 rebounds. Yeah. 3.3 assists, 1.8 steals. Yeah. Those are MVP level numbers. Definitely. Right? But they went. And ah. you, yeah. They you look went, at ah. what he did for that team, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Took him to the championship. Mm-hmm. Made him fantastic. But they were like, ah. Yeah. Can't can't give it to him. Too few games. So if you make it 60, mm-hmm. the threshold, you'd have to consider Kawhi. Mm-hmm. And you would have to do it without looking at his games played. Yeah, which means he should have won MVP that year. I think I, just from that standpoint, it would help, like eliminate. Oh, you know, games played, yada yada. It would definitely like, I don't know. I look at it, and you can't take that into account or anything like that. You just look at the player performance, how their team did, mm-hmm. the specific year that they did have. I think it would help. Like, it would I, help. I get what you're saying, but I think it would listen help. to it. Yeah. Like the people doing it won't listen to it though. Mm-hmm. Oh, sit there, find new voters. I don't even know, man. There's no like that's the thing is the, the voters are always the same. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always white men. Eighty percent. Eighty percent white men. Yep, that's, that's crazy. That's the stat. That's insane. Yeah, I don't know how. How does do you know how the NBA like takes into account who's voting? They just say, oh, I'm, I'm a journalist. Let me vote. Yeah, I'll vote Joel. There you go. Actually, I'll vote honestly. This yeah. year, I do think it is Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would get my first plo- first place. Jokic would get my third place, I think. Giannis, Giannis would probably two. get my two. Mm-hmm. That's fair. After that, De'Aaron Fox, number four. Really? No. I was like, wow, okay. No, I'd probably do LeBron four. Okay. I guess that you'd factor in the games played. Games played doesn't matter to me. Okay. As long as you're over, like... Like, if I think of the season, I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy was a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, Kawhi not winning MVP, I would have voted for Kawhi for MVP. Mm-hmm. It was a big part of it. 
You definitely who who won it that year? Do you remember? Twenty eighteen is that a Harden year? Might be a Harden year. That, is that Harden's year? I don't know. Would you take it away from Harden because um, I would because did. I love James Harden and they him and CP three took the Warriors to was that that was a seven game series right and then mm-hmm. they just had nothing. They couldn't literally if if they hit what two three more threes that would have been the difference. Type oh, it was Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, it was Giannis. Yeah, I'll year? take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Because that was the Paul George year. Okay. I knew that. I just wasn't sure, you know, anything Yeah, else. yeah, got you, got you. But yeah, it was Giannis, and then James, and then Paul, and then Jokic, and then Curry, and then Lillard, and then Embiid, and then Durant, and then Kawhi, and then Russell. Okay. And then tied for 11th Is Kawhi was, like nine there on that list? Uh, Kawhi was nine. Let okay. me give you the people who tied for 11th. Yeah. Small forward for the Los Angeles Lakers, mm-hmm. LeBron James. LeBron James. Center for the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert. Okay. He 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 got one point. Wow. We'll take it. That's wild. That's, That's awesome. so weird. Who's averaging? Oh, this should have been Harden, bro. Harden was dropping 36.1 this year. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And 7.5. Oh, this was this was run and jump year. Yeah. This one he was like, oh, I wish I could just be tall and run uh-huh. and jump. It was. That was that was an awesome quote, though. Yeah. I, it's an awesome quote. It's a bad take. Bad take. Very bad take. Funny. Very bad take. Giannis had a lot of fun with that quote, though, too. It's funny. Yeah, it was. It definitely was. I think it's interesting, like, the discrediting, not not necessarily by Harden, because he mm-hmm. seems to have come out of that. I think he was just in the heat of the moment. Yeah, he, he was. He was like, God damn it. He's like, I've I want that. 36 points per game. Yeah. I don't know what more I could do. I'm a very skillful player. I'm winning. Yeah. Like, I understand. Mm-hmm. He's in the heat of the moment. That being He's said, competitor. people use that a lot. Mm-hmm. The run and jump debate yeah. with with Giannis because they just heard it from James one time and they're like, Oh, that's just, that's took just in facts. ran dude. They took in ran. And I think the fact that that has kind of stayed around, I don't like how the way angles stay around like this. Mm-hmm. It's just like, dude, shut up. Like mm-hmm. there's so much skill in Giannis. Giannis's year that he won the championship. There was so much Giannis slander everywhere. You looked They're yeah. like, Giannis no bag onto Tecumpo mm-hmm. and they'd be like run on run run straight at the basket if people were there run away mm-hmm. like, it's so much more than that definitely well he does that even if you too. just look at it like just black and white like that the fact that even if that is his game which it's definitely not I mean there's a good part of his physical dominance where he can just run at the basket and dunk it on you but even if you're just looking at it like that and you say, oh, that's his game, the fact you still can't stop a man like that and you, you're you saying, oh, he only runs jumps and dunks. 27 a game. Yeah, like, please. that That's impressive as hell. Stop him. Yeah, stop him. If you I, don't like it, stop it. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I'm at with mm-hmm. almost everything. And that's I know right. that the rules you're are kind of rough. You're fed up. I don't, it's just dumb. Mm-hmm. It's like the it's like the whole Joel Embiid free throw merchant. Mm-hmm. Don't foul. Yeah, there you go. Don't foul. Don't we'll, foul. We'll just get two instead. Or without going to the line. I went on a little rant today about mm-hmm. Joel Embiid's lazy angle that gets used. Yeah, I saw you on Twitter doing that. I was I, not happy. I was I was shocked that that was a as an argument held against him. I was watching honest. people saying it in uh, okay. Uh, someone someone was saying that or was it Nick Nick Wright the oh guy yeah who always fights Stephen on A. Fox, Smith about yeah. LeBron said that Joel Embiid was his all-NBA first team center. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, Embiid's too lazy, he doesn't deserve it. And I was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? If his name wasn't Joel, right? Let yeah. me go. And let me go. Okay. If his name wasn't Joel, if it was Joel mm-hmm. and he was white, this would not be a thing. They wouldn't be like Joel Embiid's lazy. Yeah. that's. Just, I mean, that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an opinion. Let's clarify. Okay. You gotta be honest I got here. you. Yep. That's just my opinion of what the mm-hmm. thing would be. Because it... Why is he being called lazy? He, mm-hmm. Like because of one, I'm not gonna say he was never lazy. Mm-hmm. He he didn't earlier really, on in yeah in, when he was younger career. he didn't really yeah. want to recover that as fast and then yeah. you know he he sent him to a place where he needed to recover and so he recovered mm-hmm. and since then he's continually worked on his game every yep. year. There's no argument that he's not getting better every mm-hmm. single year, which, which is, is crazy. Insane. Yeah, because he's been so dominant for the past. He, what, he was like, four oh, I'm. I'm 29 points per game. Yeah. Like, I could do better. Mm-hmm. 30.1. Yeah. This year, 32. Yep. I'm like, and then going back to the whole free throw thing to be a big man shooting 
85% from the line is ridiculous. It's insane. That was the last one I saw. It he might get, be higher, get, it might be lower. Yeah, but. he gets fouled a lot, for yeah. sure. And, you know, he flops. Mm-hmm. So does Marcus Smart. Yep. So does, like, half the players in the NBA. Yeah, you look at the NBA, they're they're going to sell the foul. Yeah, Luca flops are. all the time. Yep, all the time. It's crazy. Uh, watching Luca flop, that that pisses me off. It, it, uh, it's so annoying to watch, dude. It's European he, soccer he's flop. so much more... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. European soccer, like you said, but he's so dramatic with them. So, I love it, man. I love it. Don't. If it gets the call, it gets the call. It so. gets the call. It gets the call. I like it because it happens to a B two and mm-hmm. Luca where they flop and they don't get the call and yeah. then they're just out of the play. Yeah. No, that's so for true. a sec. And then Joel and beats uh-huh. like full sprint back for that and Luca's arguing with a ref. Uh-huh. Still going at it at the other side. Yeah. I. You look at it. That's every star in the game now, though. Mm-hmm. If they don't get the call, of course they're gonna. They're going to be out of defensive possession. If they feel like they're getting fouled, they're going to exaggerate it so people see. Absolutely. Especially when you are a bigger name player. Mm-hmm. People hate, like, there's no, players get fouled a lot. Yeah. And doesn't get called. Mm-hmm. I mean, I fully believe LeBron when he's like, I get fouled almost every drive. Yeah, for sure. Because how can you not foul him? Mm-hmm. He's so large. Yeah, you're going to do everything in your power to try if and I, not if, make them. If my coach pulled me aside, I'm a 20, 24 year old second pro, yeah. pick like 29 in the first. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're on LeBron tonight. I'd be like, okay, I'll do what I can. Right. Like I'd, be, I'd be tripping. Swear to God. I'd be, I'd be Lou Dort, like covering his uh-huh. eyes when he's Doing trying to pass. You can. Like you got to do what you can. Uh huh. And so fouls are part of the game. Free throws are part of the game. If you don't like it, beat flopping. I also feel like going back to the, the hate that Embiid gets, that's a lot of it. So they're just going to point to something in his game that they're like, Oh, because he flops, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, oh, he's lazy, free throw merchant. And going back to looking at the game as a whole, everyone's going to critique a star on an opposing team because obviously you don't like it because mm-hmm. he's not on your team. Like if the Utah Jazz had Luka Doncic on their team, I would be like, oh my God, like he's getting fouled every single play that, yeah. you know, tee him up. You I'd be saying, it. yeah, a- absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, a lot of bias, I'm sure, yeah. comes into play. It definitely does. So, that's where I'm at with that. I'm just saying, Joel Embiid's like one of the best centers mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Uh, someone did say today, I don't remember who it was, but they said um, Embiid's a good player, Jokic is a great player. Okay. I was like, uh. Say. They're both great. Yeah, they, like, they're both very exceptional at what they do. Jokic is incredible minimum. at basketball. Yeah. So is Embiid. Yeah. Like. They play different games for sure. Uh-huh. Like completely different. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's another thing to consider that people don't appreciate that they do have different playing styles and you shouldn't have to, you know, tear down one MVP candidate to to build up the other, you know? Yeah. I mean, if that's how you're looking at the Jokic voting or, or whatever, do it too. Yeah, they don't. They both like have so much respect for each other, uh-huh. which is yeah, and awesome. they, They're so public about that. And I really, you know, it was something I needed to learn too. Cause I, I fall into the mentality of like, you were a big Jokic hater. I was a big Still Jokic probably hater. are a little bit. Uh, I do dislike him. Okay. There you go. Not as a person, but simply as MVP yeah. when Joel, I feel, should have gotten it. That's but right. I'm super biased for that. Mm-hmm. But you acknowledge it. I acknowledge it. Yeah. I'm biased. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not, you know, nothing I say is law. Yeah. Unless I read a law. That's um, fair. Word for word. Like uh, the six, seven year, just dump, dump the contract. When we find that, then it's law. I will find that. I will find that. I'll have to search through Bleacher Report archives of mm-hmm. of there's a will how there's to get rid of Al Horford. There you go. It's out there. <laughs> I know it's a real. I know uh, it's a real awesome. law. I know it's super weird. I know mm-hmm. that the teams were calling the Lakers to do it with um Luol Deng. Gotcha. Calling them to do it with um Timofey Mozgov. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sixers fans wanted it to happen with Tobias for a little bit during that really bad year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one where COVID year, yep. bubble year. Gotcha. They wanted them to do it to Tobias. I love Tobias. Um, that being said, Tobias is not playing well. Yeah. I mean, like 10 points a game last like 15 or something on the season. Is that like pretty comparable, but to what he's doing or doing like 16 okay. on the season. So definitely he's still super efficient. Decrease. Like yeah. he's still efficient. He's still doing the right things. Mm-hmm. He's still wasting the weights in the wings or he drives to the basket. Mm-hmm. He knows his role. Yeah. He, this year has been an exciting year for Tobias Harris because he, Embraced Mori Ball. Okay. And I Embraced love it. Embraced Ball. I like that. I love it. Yeah, a t-shirt. Embrace Mori Ball? Yeah. I would wear the crap out of that. You know, I'm sure you would. 
I would I would wear it everywhere. And people okay. like, didn't you just wear that? I'm like, I own seven. Yeah, I got multiple. I wear one every day. Just wash it. A lot of laundry. Sue laundry. me. Sue sue me. Sue me. Yeah. I know we focused a lot on the MVP as it pertained to the minimum minimum games, but do you feel the same with the rest of the awards in the league? So Depoy, Rookie of if the Year. If you do it for one, you got to do it for all, I feel like. Yeah. I know we off, uh, off recording, we talked about the idea for Rookie of the Year and how difficult oh, that's that right. is. that's right, that's right. Um, I don't remember what number we settled on, but I think we said half. Half. I think we said yeah. forty-one. Mm-hmm. But if you set it at forty-one, you kind of have to take games into account still, mm-hmm. which is interesting. It is. I mean, I don't know how often you get. It's not often that you get a really tight rookie. Well, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that because every other year it's darn near a tight rookie of the year race. Yeah, I but, mean, I feel like sometimes they try to make it a tight rookie of the year race. Mm-hmm. Luca Trey year. Yeah, it was not a tight race. No, Luca was the clear heads front. above. But Trey just went on, went on fire from second, so they're like, I guess we'll just run a bunch of Trey Young, mm-hmm. like publicity, yeah, PR, pretty much, yeah. And so it made it a tighter race than it should have been. I got you. Um, Zion and Jaw wasn't really a tight one, but there is one person who voted Zion for first place, mm-hmm. and still voting is anonymous. Everyone was like, who was it? Who yeah. who was the idiot who prevented Jaw from getting um, unanimous? unanimous? Mm-hmm. And this guy just was. It was me. Yeah. I like Zion more. <laughs> and you're like, uh, that's hilarious. This voting system's garbage. Yeah. I don't know. I also though, for the half games for rookie of the year, if you are, or what it seems to be, if you are truly rookie of the year candidate, you're most likely going to be in more than half the games. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what the stats say or what history shows, but I bet money that, you're probably I would pay- be willing yeah, to you're probably playing the 60 game minimum anyway. I'd probably be willing to say that every single rookie of the year played at least half the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for Ben Simmons, who did not play half the games of his true rookie year, but still won rookie of the year. The following year. Take it. Take it. I'll nah. Bam. I can't. I can't. How do you feel about that? Uh, I, I in mean, general, other than the fact that it, it robbed Dimitch of Rookie of the Year, do you think that wasn't even that close of a year either? They made it up to be one? What do you mean made it up to be no, one? No, no, no. It was like 78, 85% was Ben Simmons. Wrongly. Ro- whether or not that's Wrongly. true, it really wasn't that close. It's oh, another example. For, of the, from the voting standpoint, yeah. yeah. It's another example of the media making it more of a close thing. Mm-hmm. The media is crazy, dude. They media can, is they crazy. Really control God, hold that. on it. I'm media. Yeah, we're media now. Furkan Korkmaz is the goat. I'm He's the goat. Per thirty six. He's the goat. Per thirty six. I'm gonna I'm gonna make an article. All right, I like that. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> throw in my journalistic integrity uh, to prove a point. I love that. Someone's gotta do it. Why not you? Yeah, I don't know. I uh, just looking at it as unbiasedly as I can. I think Demit should have won just because that's the year Gordon Hayward leaves. It was Rudy. Yeah, like you look at it before the season started, you're like Rudy Gobert and then see what Donovan Mitchell can can become because he was he was a late lottery pick that year. He's like, what, 14, 15, right around. He, he's in the teens. He was like 13. Yeah, 13, whatever. But he had such a big impact on the Utah Jazz's success that year. It's ridiculous. And mm-hmm. I, I'm a very firm believer that the, the Jazz are only in that, in the playoff mix as heavily as they were because of, you know, his rookie of the year success. So, and then just looking at the Sixers, they're a much more established team, I think. Um, so Ben Simmons, he, he had more to work with. That's where I'm at. It's a valid point. It's a valid point for sure. I just, ben, rookie Ben Simmons was doing things we haven't seen since Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. And he appeared by all accounts to be a generational level talent. Yeah. If you want to talk about laziness. Okay. That, that, that's, that's someone a good you point. might have to look at. Yeah. I think it's someone you definitely got to look at. Again, I feel like laziness isn't... I've brought this full circle back to lazy. Let me sit up. I'm going <laughs> to Real quick, on my tweet, uh, find that at, at Trey B mm-hmm. underscore PSN. Word. Shout out Philadelphia Sports Network. The greatest uh, newspaper and news info you can get on Philadelphia sports. That's true. Um, Y'all got good stuff. I'm not even a Philly stuff. fan. The best stuff. Our, fan. our writers like are it. incredible. They really are. 
they're probably some of the best writers I've like ever read mm-hmm. in terms of content and yeah. even their thought processes and like stuff that I see about like what they actually think. Yeah. Super honest of like what they write. Mm-hmm. I love working at PSN so much. It's my favorite place. Giving you all the snaps. Oh, I really do enjoy it. What was it saying? Laziness. Full Laziness. Circle. So yep. Joel Embiid, like the laziness argument doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Cause name a top three MVP candidate any t- any year mm-hmm. that is lazy. Nah, you can't. <laughs> name, name they would not be an MVP a center, candidate. Name period. a center who's averaged thirty points in back to back years. Yeah, who's lazy? Yep. I'll tell you right now. That's there's the only list. two centers who have ever averaged uh, thirty points in back to back years. Mm-hmm. It is Lou Alcindor, aka Kareem Abdul Jabbar, mm-hmm. and freaking Wilt Chamberlain. Nah, they're both lazy. What we'll, are you talking about? We'll average like 30 for like eight seasons of his career. Nah, I was going to say. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. I love Will Chamberlain. Wilt we'll, we'll the still, baby. Wilt the we'll still. Wilt the still. Somebody's go. I guess we could talk about two. Now that I brought up Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. Everyone's saying his 100-point game is fake. I, I've seen a lot of that just over the years in general. Yeah, I haven't seen anything until I think last week. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean. Elaborate on that. I didn't see, so, didn't see nothing. I just keep seeing a lot of stuff about the the fact. So it wasn't recorded. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't broadcast, right? Yeah. It was like 4,000 people in the gym. Yeah. And like when they got the 100 points, when he got 100 points, they like they said that all the fans rushed the floor mm-hmm. to celebrate with Wilt. Yeah. And I believe it was the either the commentator or like multiple fans said that like they don't remember anyone rushing the floor ever. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so that's weird. Yeah. And then the commentator also forgot to make a copy of the statue or what? of the audio. Oh, nice. From him commenting, commentating the game. Yeah. And the only audio that they have is what a fan contacted him. He's like, I recorded the audio for uh-huh. Will's 100th point. Yeah. And so it's just him saying, Will, 100 points, yada, yada. And all the fans cheering. Yeah. And so it's just like, like multiple players have been like, I didn't even uh-huh. like realize Will got to 100. <laughs> and someone else was saying that. They don't believe it because Wilt was a historically bad free throw shooter and he went like mm-hmm. 18 for 22, 18 okay. for 20, 24. Yeah. Uh, something in that range. And that in an era before a three point line, mm-hmm. 100 points is insanity. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Will average like 50 on a season. Mm-hmm. He played every minute of every game. Yep. He has the record for the most, uh, the average minutes played per game. Mm hmm. In like a full season, yeah, at forty eight point five overtime. <laughs> no, 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 not a lot of overtime. One overtime. One overtime. Oh my god, <coughs> that's ridiculous. How how many games uh, back then? Eighty two. Eighty two. Yeah. <laughs> so he played forty eight. I don't know. It's eighty two. I just okay. gave you a number. I'm pretty sure it was something. It was super high still. Okay. But he played forty eight minutes. So he played every minute of every game. Yeah. And he played every minute of every overtime. It was like a few overtimes, mm-hmm. not just one. But still, that caused him to average more than the amount of minutes in a game for the season. Wow. Crazy stuff. That's crazy. So stuff. Anyone can do it. It's, it's the legend of Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm not going to discredit it. Yeah. Plus it's I mean, Philadelphia record. Oh, there you go. I'm not going to complain. complain. Yeah. You'll wear that with pride. Yes, sir. I love Philadelphia. that. Philadelphia. I don't know if they were the 76ers yet though. They might've been the Philadelphia Warriors at the time. We'll go with it. I like that. But my dog is sitting on my lap and it just makes me really <laughs> yeah. happy. Just want to let all the podcasters or pod listeners know. <laughs> he lost his bones. It's quite the show. I gave him a you new one. Him. Yeah, I was gonna say you got a new one right there. Yeah, but well, I guess that that's it for the uh, the what do you call it? Minimum games. We're for the most part same page ish, mm-hmm. same realm, same same. Room. I think I'm more against it than you are. You you definitely are. You definitely are, but not by why. a whole lot. Yeah, there's some wiggle room that can be made up. But aside from that, there was. A little more information on the John ja, ja Morant situation. And it was like two, three days ago, something like that. Wojin and Shams came out just saying he, he plans on spending time away from, from the team, from the NBA, like basketball entirely. He entered into a, a counseling program down in Florida and there's no timetable for him to return. A lot of, a lot of people are saying that they don't expect him to come back and play like this season, which, you know, it, as a fan, it sucks because it's John Morant, tremendous talent, all that. And 
we've talked about that last week, but just as a person, like you like to see it, you, you want him to get help, whatever necessary, uh, treatment he needs. And hopefully he comes back next year, better decisions all around and just generally, uh, a more happy person, happy player and see if he can turn his career around from where the current path is kind of, kind of taking him. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you hope, right? Yep. It's just that Jaws able to take this as a real wake up call, mm-hmm. get his life back on track pretty much and just mm-hmm. move up forward with that. So, yeah, I guess really quick. Um, I know the NBA is still investigating the, uh, the whole gun, whether or not it was in team facilities or on the plane. Um, so that investigation is still ongoing. So the NBA itself, uh, hasn't handed down any actual suspension. So that's pending still. So we'll, we'll keep y'all as updated as we can about that. Cause that will obviously make a difference, uh, when that time comes, but yeah, sticking with the Grizzlies though, we got it. I'm a hater and you are you're, a hater. you're a newly is... introduced potential hater of, of hater, this individual hater is a strong player. word. It's, it is dislike. Yeah. It's a dislike of him as a basketball player. Yeah. And if you don't know who we're talking about, which I don't know if you do, uh, Dylan Brooks, but yeah, it, yeah, I, I've been watching, I do, so there are things that I like about it, right? Mm-hmm. I like his, like, tenacity. I feel like he's Pat Bev 2.0, mm-hmm. you know, um, with a little bit less defense, a little bit more grittiness, right? Yeah. I wish. He's I, he's a more physical player. He's yeah. bigger, so it helps. But. Yeah. I wish, like, that there were almost more Dylan Brooks in the world so we could have more great rivalries. Yeah. Because, like, we just talked about this. The two MV, two, I uh, really, the three MVP candidates mm-hmm. are so freaking nice to each other. Yeah. A lot of love going around. They're some of the nicest players. Like, you look at the NBA, you look at nice Shout guys. But they're also all foreign players. They are all also foreign players. Worldwide game right there. Yes, sir. Um, But Dylan Brooks does bring that, like, God, I hate this guy. Yeah, like FU the, mentality. The Draymond mentality. Yeah. The uh, Pat Bev mentality, the, uh, you know, ye old like, rivalry mm-hmm. mentality, mm-hmm. which is good. And we see that sometimes. Like, we see Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. Yep. We Getting see into it. Dylan Burks versus the league. Yep. <laughs> like, the entire league. Any star ever. Uh, we see Draymond versus about half the league. Yep. Um, we see that. And so I like when that happens. That being said, trying to injure people is a... Is crazy. Mm-hmm. Dylan Brooks needs to stop. Mm-hmm. That's about all I got. No, I'm with you there. I mean, just from the standpoint of his mentality and like not being buddy buddy with everyone in the league, that is something I do. I, I appreciate and respect. I think it makes the games more entertaining. Um, and I think you just look at sports, like major major league sports overall. There, the athletes are definitely more connected with one another. Whether it's like uh, historical arch rivalry type of deal mm-hmm. or, or not like they're more connected now more than ever. Granted, they have the technology to do so. And like things are different times are different now, but there's something about like an old school rival rivalry or, uh, just the mentality that Brooks does bring that it's appealing and it makes the games regular season games interesting mm-hmm. where they might otherwise not have that level of interest or appeal to, like the general public. Like I'm not I'm not a Grizzlies fan, I'm not a Warriors fan, but it was a lot of fun watching you know Brooks and Draymond on the court during a regular season game like game 61 or something. Like I I did enjoy that and yeah. obviously their off the court talk made that appealing and I enjoy seeing that as a fan. But yeah, as far as play goes, I enjoy the physicality to to a point, but like you can't be. There's a lot of you, you can't be over a physicality. A linebacker right? out here on the court. He did type like of punch deal. Donovan Mitchell like in the groin. Yes, area. he did. Yes, he did. On, that whole series, I was purpose. so oh my god. Good. The Grizzlies Jazz series from a couple of years ago, I was so heated every every single time Brooks was on the on the court, and I bro, I wasn't anywhere near Utah. But I'm booing, staring at the TV screen, yeah, and. 
everyone in the arena booing as soon as he touched the court, touched the ball, everything. I think the best part about that is the fact that it's you. Yeah. Uh, if you know Nathan, <laughs> not a lot upsets him. Yeah, not I've a lot. I've seen him upset once in my life. That's fair. And it was our freshman year mm-hmm. in A-Town, our yep. freshman dorm. And we were watching the Sixers jazz game. Yep. And the Sixers won. And yep. Nathan. I was so. I was teed up. <laughs> I didn't want to talk I, to anybody, I never bro. see Nathan upset like in yeah. my entire life. Still to this day, other than that one time where Nathan like looked at me and I was like, I was talking. I, was, <laughs> I didn't want to hear anything out of his mouth. I was chatting a little bit. You yeah. know, oh, I, I mean, rightfully it's sport, so. It's a sporting event. You got to uh-huh. chat up a little bit. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> Nathan like looked me in the eyes. Took off his Donovan Mitchell jersey, yep. threw it on the ground, picked <laughs> it up, walked upstairs. Yeah. And I was the like, the initial throw was dramatic. That's how I felt this. in the moment. Yeah. I'm passionate, man. I'm passionate. So I like the idea of you sitting alone in a room. All the lights are off, just the TV, like on your face. <laughs> You're sitting like an inch from it, like, you're like, oh, type you of deal. suck. I wouldn't say it was exactly that picture, but same, same, same premise. vibes. Yeah. Same vibes. But I don't know. I like the competitiveness, like I just said, but not necessarily how he goes about it. Yeah, it's a little aggressive. It's a little too aggressive. Although the Draymond and Dylan Brooks beef, it is real, and they were both going at each other on their own platforms. Draymond, in response to Brooks, um, just trash talking in general, saying like, oh, we, not necessarily we own you, but like we're here type of deal. Draymond was like, I got how many rings to your how many, you know, saying this and the other. Draymond tried to allude to the fact that Brooks, none of his teammates like him, that they just tolerate him type of deal. (laughs) And Brooks didn't say this himself. Oh, wait, no, Brooks did. Brooks, to that specific comment, came back and was like, I'm not the one who punched homeboy in the grill. Mm. Like in the off season, he did when Draymond sucker punched uh, Jordan Jordan Poole. So that was a great clap back, but... Speaking of Jordan Poole, how bad is that choice to extend him looking right now? To uh, like the five it's not year my favorite. I, I didn't. He's a tremendous player, but I didn't think the he five deserved that. Five year 140? Yeah, I don't think he it's deserved a max. that. It's a near max. Yeah. You're like you, with that, you chose Poole over Draymond. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty Do you much. stand by that choice? Would you stand by that choice now? Poole or Draymond? I wouldn't. I, I'd stick with Poole or uh, Draymond. Draymond brings so much to that team. Like he. He's their heart and heart, soul. Yeah. yeah, heart and soul of the de- uh of the Warriors and especially the defense. Like he he's what makes the Warriors defense turn. Yeah. And it's, without it's him really, there, it's, it's him and Looney going crazy. It really is. And Clay every, can lock up when he needs to, but he's he not can. like he used to. Mm-hmm. Now he used to be such a tremendous defender. He, I think Clay is uh he was an underrated defender. In I his think Clay prime. Thompson is the greatest three and D player of all time. I'm not even mad about that. I think that. That's just a fact at this point. Yeah. Clay in his prime. You see, they 3D started, ridiculous. Speaking of Warriors, I okay. just got a flashback. You see, they started Clay Thompson at Power Forward the other night. I did not. Did they actually? They started, so their lineup was That's point guard. Oh my God. Point, okay. Whoever was point guard. Yeah. I think it was Steph. Yeah. It was Steph, Poole, DiVincenzo, mm-hmm. Clay, Dre. Wow. What a weird lineup. Wow. Very, right? Oh my God, dude. What a weird lineup. Very weird lineup. I love I wouldn't it. say like a starting lineup, but like. You can get the small ball kinda in there funky. at points, I kinda, but it's, I it's funky like it for sure. Okay. I don't know. You put a Joel Embiid or Giannis, some other dominant big man. Oh, it's over. Yeah. yeah. I think they, I don't remember who they did too, but it was someone with a, with a smaller team. Okay. Well, that makes sense. In that case, then exploit that, but <sighs> that's crazy. It was a weird lineup. That was a weird lineup indeed. It. You know what? I like it. I, like, I know, yeah. uh, just looking back, reminiscing on a uh, good old jazz days, um, in the playoffs that always gave the jazz teams fits with Rudy out there as the big. And if a team did go small, like he's not able to, to run around with them and their perimeter defense as a team wasn't the greatest. Like they didn't really buy in, uh, defensively outside of Rudy because they honestly, they would funnel him to the, to the painted area where Rudy could contest a shot, something like that. And, out, like outside of Rudy, they they didn't have any defense or any <laughs> Trey. <laughs> Trey's acting a fool out there, but Being that's goofy. when that small ball lineup helps. But I don't know, man. I don't know. You're too much, dude. 
If only y'all could see what he just did. It's 11 and 9, man. Oh my losing gosh, it, it is. He is losing we it. We played 2K for a while. Which we was did. A lot of fun. We really did. We really did. A lot oh, of fun. I think we're going to wind down here. Winding Correct down. me if I'm wrong. But the important message I wanted to say before we ended tonight's show is March Madness. And we tweeted it and what it's we're talking a about. Amount of traction. Yeah, getting a good amount of traction. But basically, if. We have 50 people enter our March Madness um, tournament group on the ESPN app. Then we'll we'll give one lucky winner if they retweet and follow us on Twitter uh, a free jersey of their favorite player or whoever they want in the NBA. It has to be current, but that's a very yeah. exciting opportunity. We'll buy you a jersey. Yeah, it's a you free jersey if, or if, you, if you just if you'd guess rather, right. We can also, you give us a team, we'll pick our favorite player from that team. We'll buy yeah. you a jersey. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Well, we'll see when it when it gets down to it, but awesome opportunity to get a free NBA jersey. For literally and nothing. Yeah, it's March Madness. Like, no one knows what they're doing, and that's just statistically a fact. No one's ever had a perfect bracket. Outside of that, it's just oh, so hard to... I have every year. Oh, okay, yeah, except Trey, but he just doesn't enter it. Yeah, like, it's an opportunity to have fun. People make brackets anyway, so might as well try and get something out of it. Yeah, so... I know in a couple of mine, I got Houston. I have a UCLA. Um, on the women's side, I got the Gamecocks. Mm-hmm. I, they've been so good all year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Something about them, bro. I think I've only done one women's one. Mm-hmm. I think I also put the Gamecocks. Okay. Good choice. It's I'll see if I can choice. find it. But. We'll come back to this at the end of it and get both uh, our Houston and Gamecocks picks right. I would like to clarify. Yeah. Um, Not clarify. I would like to add okay. on. I also made a bracket yep. um, of my favorite team winning. Okay. The University of Miami. Wow. They are a sixth seed uh-huh. in this tournament. They are fantabulous this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, led by senior guard Isaiah Wong, mm. the GOAT, who's probably the actually goat. not going to get drafted, but I really Tough. like Isaiah Wong. Yeah. He's smaller. You're big on him He's like 6'2". He's like, because Sixers had a late second. I'm like, take Isaiah yep. Wong if he mm-hmm. d- declares. He did not declare. Um, but again... Hey, Philly, if you want to take Isaiah Wong, I'll buy that jersey in a, like a heartbeat. There you go. That'd be my favorite Sixers jersey is if they took Isaiah Wong. Mm-hmm. Free sales right there. Free sales. I'll buy I'll buy two. Oh. I'll buy I'll buy one in every color. There you go. I'll buy Stonks. a blue one. I'll buy a white one. I'll buy a city edition one. All Isaiah Wong all the time. That'd be kind of cool though. You you would so wear cool. that every day. I would. I seriously would. I like that trick. I love Isaiah Wong. Um, but yeah, I chose fan. Miami in one uh-huh. of them. And then I also, uh, most of mine, I pick Houston. Okay. Uh, I love Jarese Walker. I like Marcus Sasser, but I love, I love their team. I love their defense. Mm-hmm. I love their coaching. I think they play really well together. Um, Jarese Walker bullies people down low mm-hmm. and I love it. Uh, and the championships in Houston this year. It's kind of fitting, huh? Kind of fitting. Storytelling. I think it'd be, would it be Houston's first championship since Hakeem? Probably. I think it is. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be their first championship since Akeem. There you go. Damn. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I'm I'm Good for little Houston. cherry on top. Room for Houston. But I like uh, it. More rooting for Miami. Okay. Go say. Yeah. Biasly. Little Miami. Miami action. The hurricanes. Oh, he's a king. Okay. Oh, he's that Crown guy. him. He's Crown also him. a Philly boy, too. Oh, okay. There's a lot of different connections here. I didn't even know he's a Philly this boy. This is I, perfect. I for watched you. I've been watching, you know, I watched Miami. Yep. For everything. They're yep. my they're my college team. Yep. And I w- remember watching him last year. I'm like, bro, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. Like, this guy is so fun, so good. Um, watched all their their great run last year. I think they mm-hmm. got to 16. Philly born, baby. And I was like, I was watching it and I was actually I was covering one of the games for PSN. Yeah. You know, just watching it. Mm-hmm. And I messaged in the group chat, I'm like, yo, like, if Sixers if he's there late and he declares this year, yeah. Isaiah Wong is not a bad either undrafted free agent signing yeah, or just like take a flyer at mm-hmm. the end of the second. And so uh, Justin was like, yeah, he went to this high school in Philadelphia. Awesome. I'm like, what? They're like, get out of here. Like, get him. You have to do it. Maybe, maybe this year, you know, see how far they go. And uh, Sixers don't have a second round pick this year. Man, free agent. There you go. Undrafted free agent. There and you if go. they do well in the tournament, he'll probably get drafted. Okay. They also have another guard. I can't remember his name ever in my life. And I'm really mm-hmm. sorry. But he's also getting NBA um, talks right now. Word. Mm-hmm. Word, word, or word. buzz, not talks. Buzz. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like, this is the that. best Miami Hurricane team we've had since like 
Probably before Shane Larkin's days, but mm-hmm. Shane Larkin days. Word. Well, I'm excited for you, Trey. Shout out Shane Larkin. The CU buffs are not in it on the men's side, but the women, the women's team, I think they're also a six seed. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, biasly was ruined for them. They're hey. winners of uh, one I'm going to make after this. So go Lady Buffs. Yeah. Oh, also shout out VCU. VCU. Okay. Yeah, oh, they're a 12th okay. seed. That's where my girlfriend goes to uh, grad That's school. That's fair. That's fair. So VCU Rams, come on, do a little something. Do okay. A little, make it a little exciting. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. I texted Kira and I was like, Kira's my girlfriend. Yeah. I was like, VCU's a 12th seed. She's like, oh, that's pretty high. Okay. I was like, yeah. Yeah. We'll go with it. I had 16. Yeah. You got four spots. Yeah. Well, three. It's like, good. Yeah. Let's do this. Cinderella story. VCU in Miami. I like it. They would have to meet in the final four, I think. That's okay. Final four or Elite Eight. I can't remember where they meet. Still, VCU in the Elite Eight, final four. Who cares? Who cares? It'd be way overachieving. Miami's winning this, bro. All right. We'll come back like three weeks from now and see how it holds up. I'm right. Okay. I respect it, Trey. You got that foresight, dude. Basketball. God's just told me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw there's a beam of light that came down on him. And, oh. Listen, it was red and white like Houston's colors, but I took oh, it as Miami. Oh, you're right. You're right. So. Yeah. Maybe a misinterpretation, but. Bad at interpreting the signs over here. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but I like it. That's everything we got. So that's all we got, y'all. Hey, enter uh, into the into the whole thing, yep. the whole shebang, the Fifty Shades of NBA mm-hmm. uh, bracket. Um, if you if they're if you're prompted for a password, it's a big pod. It is big pod. No hash. Capital B, capital P, capital no B, space. capital P, no space. Big pod. Big pod. And if you want to find it on Twitter, where the link is just there, mm-hmm. it's at Fifty Shades of NBA underscore. Period. Yeah. Till next week, y'all. Hey, it's been real. It's been fun. But it ain't been real fun. Damn. It hurts him every time. It does. It is just a I expect it too, but like It's still, been fun. It has been fun. And it's been real. So it's been real fun. It hasn't been real fun. Damn. That being every said, time. I'm Trey. I'm Nathan. Deuces. Deuces.